The reason why your network is your net worth is it's a pathway. It's a bridge to new ideas, new concepts, alternative people, and ways to do things you may not have even thought of. So how big is your network and what is your net worth? Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at The How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from Sacramento, California today. Today's a good day. I'm coming to you live from the How to Sell Show studios. And the conversation topic is why your network is your net worth. And I want to I want to let you know that when I first started hearing about this conversation, let's say 20 years ago, 20-ish, 25 years ago, I really didn't understand it. I really didn't understand everything that went behind it. In fact, I looked at it as a mantra, a stupid mantra, okay? And this was a mistake on my part. And the the longer that I've been around top performers, the longer that I've been around exceptional business visionaries and you know people who have lots of, of commas in their bank accounts and lots of zeros in their bank accounts in, in the good way, the more that I find that they have these traits, these characteristics, and these abilities. And the first thing that I want to start with you with is the power of masterminds. Now, I'm not talking about when somebody goes, hey, let's go to lunch and let's mastermind. Like, that's lunch, okay? Uh, A mastermind in the truest sense of the definition comes from Think and Grow Rich and Napoleon Hill, and this was a board of advisors. This was 12 people that you could ask questions to or that would ask you questions that would reinforce your position or make you rethink of what was going on. And so uh, a, a true mastermind is one where everybody's willing to speak up and nobody is willing to look dumb. I've been a part of a couple of masterminds. I could think of the one that I did with Kevin Hogan, which was always fantastic and, and always amazing. I could think of a couple that I was involved with that just really, it was more of a, of a fashion show to see who I got to hang out with. So good masterminds either happen in a room or on a Zoom or whatever recorded uh, process that you're using. Okay, so Zoom today is like a, a real inline webinar that's going on. You know, it's a it's just a newer version of Skype. So if you're listening to this in the future, you're like, Zoom, that sounds like an old platform. Well, it could be, okay? So you get to hear and see other people's perspectives from your industry and outside of your industry. And what that really comes down to is, you know, most industries only communicate their content, their ideas, their services in, in simple variations. And it doesn't mean that you're getting the idea or the ability that you need from the people that you need. And what I mean by that is, let's say that you own a window company. Well, if everybody in your geographic location does windows one way, you know, installs windows one way or sells windows one way, you know, there's going to be no real huge variation. But if somebody comes in and says, you know what? I do something completely different. I package food. I'm a food packaging manufacturer. And this is the way that we do it. And you're like, whoa, wait a minute. 
that's a completely different idea, okay? So now you combine that with questions and answers in the mastermind and your boundaries are pushed. And you're like, Scott, you know, I know that you said your network, but why are you talking about a mastermind? Well, you know, the people that are in your mastermind are your network. And it, what it really comes down to is you only know so much and then you get in your own way. And so this is why you want people who are in a mastermind to ask you tough questions, give you examples, give you strategies, give you some of the tactics that they're using. And you're like, hey, wait a minute. How? How could I use that for what I do? I mean, it's not it's not the same thing that we do. It's not the exact same thing that we do. And I will tell you that this takes trial and error. And the reason why I'm saying that your network is your net worth is if you're only doing tasks, strategies, tactics that come from within, from what you know, there are elements, there are people, there are technologies that you're just not using that you don't see. Now, this has changed a lot since the advent of the internet, and this has changed a lot since you know, the beginning of apps that really rolled out in 2007, not computer programs, but apps that people make people's lives easier. You can use this network to your advantage. When you have trouble, you could go to your people in your group or on your list of people in your group and you could ask questions. You could say, hey, I'm in trouble. What would you do? What's your best practice? What strategy do you have that's in place? If you're struggling making sales, you could create a joint venture. You could go with the person and say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to team up. I'm going to sell my product, but we're going to use your list. You could create an affiliate situation where you're just like, you have a product and I'm going to sell it on my list. Or it could be a situation too, where you get an endorsement where somebody says, hey, I had the ability to see that Scott Sylvan Bell guy and he was simply amazing. Okay. So there are so many different ways to leverage what's going on. Now, when it really comes down to is some social influence, you're either going to rise up or stay where you're at. And when I look at some of the best masterminds that I've been a part of, the people who have done the best have pushed themselves and they looked at it, not as a competition in a bad way, but like if that guy or that girl could do it, so could I. So in, in masterminds and groups, you get introductions to others, people you may not have ever considered, you may not have ever thought you would run into or or been a part of him. I went to a, an event uh, with my father when he was alive. And in this room, there was 400 of the top entrepreneurs in the world. And I was like, whoa. So at that event, Tony Robbins was there with 400 people in the room. Uh, John Paul DeGiorio was there in the room. And Sir Richard Branson was in the room. And we're talking like a banquet hall in a hotel. So 400 people. So think about the types of people that you would be around if Tony Robbins, Sir Richard Branson, and John Paul DeGiorio were there. You either got fractional billionaires or billionaires that were there having conversations and sharing content and ideas. So you get tons of introductions to opportunities, conversations, ways of doing business, different ways of looking at life, and then you're leveraging the network of a network. So I like to play a game called Who Do You Know? And so when I when I meet somebody, I like to ask them, who do you know that should know me? Like I'm trying to push the boundaries of my network because 
if if you ask a question, you're going to find an answer. Now, a better question, a better version is if there was one person that you were like, I really need to introduce you to Scott Sylvan Bell, who's that person? Now, this isn't the lead off in the conversation. This is if I've hit it off and they've said, hey, you know, we should do something in the future. I would love to stay in contact. Like there is a good amount of rapport. And sometimes I will tell you, I get nobody because I don't know you well enough. And I'm like, good. Then we need to uh, deepen our conversations. We need to expand our relationship. And I would love to do that over time. What's the best way in keeping in contact? Are you a text person? Are you an email person? Are you a Skype or a Zoom person? How would you like to continue this? And so you do have to develop the network and the people that you associate with. And you're going to have to step outside of your comfort zone. Now, there's a couple ways that this can go absolutely wrong. And one of them comes down to guru worshiping. And I've seen plenty of times in groups that I've been with that people just want proximity to whoever is putting the group on. They're a niche celebrity or they're a well-known entrepreneur, and they have no plans of putting any work and effort into what they learn or to developing their network. They're just like, guru is here, and they just want the photo opportunity to put it up on the Instagram or the Facebook or, you know, old school Twitter You know, the other problem is where people just ask their takers. And in a network, if all you ever do is take, you're going to burn the people out around you. They're going to look and go, I don't know why I'm giving to you because you're not giving back. So if you're only going and doing the what's in it for me situation, you're creating a lot of problems for yourself. And then not taking the network seriously, not taking the group of people that you have as uh, the ability to help them and the ability for them to help you. So like really think through the type of people that you want to be around and the type of people that you want to connect with. So when I go through my daily goals and I, and I listen to my goals, I think about who is somebody that I need to connect with. You know, in, in, in the old times, they said it was like the six degrees or seven degrees of separation. That's no longer true with the internet, with LinkedIn, with Clubhouse, with Twitter, with Facebook, with Instagram, you could socially be aware of anybody that you want. And within two to three emails, you could have direct connections. Now I was talking to my, my friend, Dr. Fern Caslow, and she was in a group and she said, look, I really need to be introduced to this person and this person. And within minutes, her network said, uh, I know those people. I just did lunch with them or I was a business partner of them. I'll, I'll introduce you. So it's, it's the types of people that allow you to be introduced to other people. And so sometimes the people on my network, well, they'll give me a name. They'll say, hey, have you heard of this person? I go, no, should I know them? And they go, yes. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Let's give you an introduction. So your network is your net worth for a lot of reasons, for your education, for your ability to ask a question, for your ability to meet another person through another person for the ability to, to change the ideas of best practices, for your sake of sanity, of not trying to push and do things on your own, to get a different perspective, to go to a different place. Just hearing sometimes a different way of saying things or a new interaction allow you to find ways that nobody else has. I want to give you one last thought here on the How to Sell show. And this has to do with my podcast. This has to do with my YouTube channel. And when I say your network is your net worth, think about this for a second. Every time that I get a new guest to come onto my show, 
and share a conversation, and then they share the episode with their clients. They give the episode to their tribe. They allow to have a conversation with other people. In essence, I'm growing my network. In essence, that gives me the ability to have conversations with people that I've never talked to before. So I wanted to give you an abstract idea to say like something like a podcast is a way to get to other people that you've never met to grow your network because there are times when people reach out to me and say, hey, Scott, I really love the episode that you did when you talked about the tribute to your father, which I've had a couple of those in the last month where people have said, you know, thank you for that. It was it was an amazing contribution that you gave. You and your dad must have had a very good relationship. And I thought it was pretty cool. It was a way for me to grow my network by somebody reaching out to me that had heard an episode of my podcast. So it's not always about masterminds. It's not always about one group of people to meet with or another. There are multiple ways to grow your network. It could be making YouTube videos. It could be that you do Facebook lives, YouTube lives, you know, Instagram stories, TikTok, clubhouses. Like you can't just think of it as my network only, only comes from mastermind groups and other people that I've been introduced to. You could use technology to knock on doors 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.